The views expressed on this program are not necessarily the views of the staff and management of WKAC. It's time now for Tennessee Valley Spotlight. Now here's your host, Allie Turner. Well, good morning, everybody, on this really quite remarkable Monday morning. The sun is out. You're going, really, what is remarkable about Mondays? Well, I promise you that if you fight for it and you push through and you... Someone sent a a meme out this morning in, in one of my business teams about train your mind to look for the good in everything. And I am telling you, I needed that meme this morning. I was struggling to find the good in in hardly anything. I was fed up with all kinds of stuff. And if I were to tell you what the stuff was with which I was fed up, you'd go, yeah, me too. And I was feeling like, what is the point? I mean, just, you know, the human stuff, the stuff that hits people. But oh, my, my, my. When you push through to that place where love conquers where it hopes all things and bears all things and believes all things and endures all things and it never fails <sighs> that is so worth it and i'm telling you i don't like having to push through that any more than y'all do i don't i want to whine and be just like anybody else I don't, I want to say it's not fair and, you know, pout my lip out so a bird can land on it. I know what that feels like. But mm, when you push through and you go to the place where you have something more than just your own abilities that's in your corner and fighting for you and, and increasing your efforts when it feels like they're futile, all those kinds of things... That was the sigh of great contentment that came on the heels of great angst. And I want to take a couple of minutes to talk to you. You know I love movies. You know that if I get a chance to talk to y'all about movies that I'm going to do it. And so this is it. This movie is not brand new. This is a movie that I saw on the big screen when it came out. But it just seemed like it was for such a time as this. And it was produced here in Alabama by the Irwin Brothers. And I, um, it's the, the particular movie to which I'm referring, and they are in the process of doing another one in connection with Greg Laurie that's about the Jesus Revolution and what happened 50 years ago. And you've heard me talk more than once. It's time. We're ripe for it. Get on your knees. Start seeing, praying down help for kids that are going nuts and people who don't know what a woman is and money that's going crazy and gas that's going... I mean, we've got lots to look at and and be concerned about, but I am telling you, 50 years ago, when God poured out His Spirit and He poured it out in the most unlikely places, we were facing very similar kinds of things. So, back to the Irwin brothers. All right. I watched Woodlawn. And I'd seen it on the big screen. And I actually have Athens Now clients that were a little bit younger than they, they were not attending. They were in grade school when Woodlawn was happening. But they knew people like Tony Nathan, who was the first, really in the state of Alabama, the first black 
football superstar. And he and Bear Bryant made history. And Bear Bryant showed up at his house with his suitcase and he said, Son, I am not leaving here until you decide to go to Alabama. And his question, Tony's question to Bear Bryant was, Well, sir, why now? And what he said was, It's just time. And I'm saying, you know what? That is being the theme of my life this morning. It's just time. It's just time to be your best self. It's just time to dig deep. It is just time to hit your knees. It is just time to go for that thing that you've been afraid to go after. It's just time. So I watched Woodlawn again, and it was like watching it for the first time. And what I did not know was that the Irwin brothers' daddy, Hank, who is played by Sean Astin in the movie, who and Sean Astin has been, he was Samwise Gamgee in uh, the Lord of the Rings trilogy. He's, he's the son of Patty Duke. He played the part, and he's become a Christian. And he played the part of um, Hank Irwin as a young man after Hank Irwin had been to Explo 72 in 1972, which I did not attend, but I waited for people to come home from it and tell me about it. So this is stuff that runs real deep in, you know, this, this courses through my veins. But what is shown in Woodlawn, besides just what happened in terms of true reconciliation and true love, it was bigger than between black folk and white folk. And yeah, (laughs) they were having to face down some of the things that people are having to face down. Hank Irwin went to give a prayer at a football game and the um, very unhappy superintendent of education pulled out the plugs to the mics and they were praying the Lord's Prayer. And what ended up happening? The rest of the crowd finished the prayer, even though the mic couldn't um, have someone as a leader, couldn't have Hank Irwin who was standing there. They just kept on praying. What am I getting at here? We need more than what we have. And Woodlawn is a, it's certainly, you know, all based on a true story. Can't quite say it's a documentary, but I will tell you as a teenager who became a believer at that time that the kinds of things that they talked about that happened in high schools, that's what happened in my high school. One day, kids were up on the hill. You've heard me say this. Kids were up on the hill smoking dope, and the next day, literally... I mean, maybe it was a couple of days, but but figuratively speaking, the next day they were passing out chick tracks fearlessly with that zeal of youth. They were challenging the teachers. They The um, administration of our high school sent in, because of what was happening, they, they defied the laws, the so, so-called separation of church and state, the so-called this is a public school, and they sent in, I'll never forget it, I can still see these guys to this day. They were a the beginning of contemporary Christians. They were a con- uh, Christian rock band, not heavy, but definitely um, the beginning of the movement in the, of Jesus music, and they had on blue long sleeve shirts and black ties. Their hair was a little bit long. And they spoke to the students. And people became believers. So this is what I'm getting at. 
we are overdue. We've got crazy high gas. We've got folk not knowing what a woman is. We've got women... <laughs> Women taking NC2A titles that actually were given a different set of plumbing at birth. And yet they're holding the titles. We have craziness. But we had craziness 50 years ago. And so this is what I want to say. I would like to suggest that you make a point of getting some movies that are based on true stories or based on true principles and absorb them. Because they will strengthen you for the times in which we find ourselves. We're in a political year and it's nuts. Okay? We, there, I'm, I'm not going to belabor the point. So this is what we did. We watched Woodlawn and tears streamed down my cheeks as though I was seeing it for the first time because I remembered details that I haven't thought about for years about what it was like to be in the middle of that movement. And I'm not looking back. I'm looking forward. And then we watched Facing the Giants, and we listened to all the interviews of the people who were involved. And I realized there were some giants of fear in my own life that, as Alex Kendrick says, were just wanting to, you know, stare down at me and crush me. And so it's it's a time when people are being bes- just beset by fears, But you know what? David took five smooth stones and it was one stone that with the power of God knocked down the true giant and nothing has changed. It may be all these years later, but nothing has changed. There are giants in your life. Get out your stones. Get out your smooth stones. Get out the rock that's going to get the job done and let's get after it. This is Allie Turner. This is the Tennessee Valley Spotlight Radio Show, and we'll be back in just a jiff. At the bottom of the hour, Lucas Beatty, who is running for district attorney, is going to be joining us, and we're going to have fun. All righty, see you in a few. Keep up with local school, travel, youth, and amateur sports throughout the week with the Play Action Sports Update. Listen weekday mornings at 7.30 and weekday afternoons at 1.30 and 3.30 as we bring you the latest scores, news, and announcements from Limestone County and surrounding communities. That's the Play Action Sports Update three times a day, Monday through Friday on 1080 WKAC. They deliver. Your guests will love it. That's what happens when Jiffy Food Store Number 2 on Highway 31 caters your next event. No event is too large or small, from a group of five to hundreds more. It all starts with bigger choices of better food and ingredients. Now, you know us for great sandwiches, chicken, wings, JoJo's, and our breakfast items. But we offer so much more. Salads, soups, fruit trays, veggie trays, desserts, and our famous Texas-style pulled pork. Jiffy Food Store Number 2 has countless sandwich fixings that will ensure that your group's needs are met. Don't need a full catering service? Just call Jiffy Food Store number 2 at 232-6339. Place your order in advance and they'll have it ready for pickup. Jiffy Food Store number 2, Highway 31, a proud supporter of our community. What you've heard about probiotics is probably wrong. I eat yogurt, so I don't need to take a probiotic. Probiotics? They don't really work. It's time to learn the truth about probiotics from Align, the probiotic brand recommended by gastroenterologists two times more than any other probiotic brand. Align has probiotics to naturally help relieve occasional bloating, gas, and abdominal discomfort. Try Align for a month and see how great a healthy gut can feel at AlignProbiotics.com. Cutting the price of your wireless bill feels good. 
really good. Actually, it feels great. You should try it. So cut your bill by switching to Straight Talk Wireless. Now offering our $45 Silver Unlimited plan with 5 gigabytes of hotspot and nationwide 5G on America's largest, most dependable networks. The $45 Silver Unlimited plan from Straight Talk. Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. A month equals 30 days. See terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. 5G capable device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. Got a question or comment for Tennessee Valley Spotlight? Give us a call at 232-6828 and share your thoughts during the show. Now, back with more of Tennessee Valley Spotlight on 1080 WKAC. Welcome back, everybody. This is Allie Turner. And as you know, my I, have, I wear more than one hat. And one of the biggest hats that I wear is my husband and I own the newspaper Athens Now. And we're coming up on publication week, and as I have done for the last decade plus, every other Monday, I interviewed Mayor Ronnie, and he told me about some wonderful things that are going on with regard to the Youth Commission. So yeah, I'm uh, giving you a little bit of a tease as to what's going to be in What Makes Ronnie Roll, which is the article that is kind of fireside chat, shall we say. And um, we, we have some amazing seniors that are getting ready to graduate. And uh, this past year for, uh, I'm trying to remember if it's the fifth or the sixth year in a row, the Mayor's Youth Commission has been selected, formed, and um, it, the whole point of the Mayor's Youth Commission has been to show kids what a town looks like when it's working together, how to solve problems, what kinds of things are are fa- are being faced. And one of the things that they do is they learn how to make decisions about allocating funds. And this is how it happens. Um, Deco Corporation, other groups put in applications, well, DECO gives money, other uh, outfits give money for the kids to decide what they want to do with it for various sets of needs. You know, everything, every, every, not things that come under the purview of, of city services, but things like Family Resource Center, things like um, you know, literacy, various nonprofits in the area will send applications for grants to the kids. And the kids get taught how to evaluate, but they are not told what to evaluate. The kids get taught where the lines might get blurry. The kids get taught as to how to go about discussing and debating and it's up to them to decide what they're going to do with the money that is given. So I'll give you an example of, of something that they did one year. There was a request for uh, things to build relationships between our Athens police force and areas that may not be traditionally as trusting of police. And it really wasn't something that that the police could do themselves. And so what happened was the kids 
went to the Rotary and said, you know what, we have this idea. Could you earmark money for officers to be able to carry Frisbees in their trunk And if they're in a situation where it might be helpful for kids to have a frisbee, they could pop the the um, pop their trunk, pull out a frisbee or two, give them to the kids, and and have it be a positive experience, a genuinely positive experience. This was an example of some of what the kids have done. They they have received applications and they've also gone to organizations. So. My point in talking about this in such detail is we have kids that are actively engaged in what makes Athens roll and love this town. They, this seniors, not just the seniors, but the seniors in the um, Mayor's Youth Commission have been involved in doing a podcast courtesy of Jen Baxter and the library um, crew using their equipment, learning how to do it. And what is so encouraging to me, I was asking Mayor Ronnie, he said, you know, the thing that always, when we hear about what the Mayor's Youth Commission kids do, they, I mean, they give me hope. It's so easy to think that nobody is left that can bring, you know, rub two brain cells together, especially in a political year. Sometimes you just get so sick of it. But the statistics are that if kids engage at this age, even if they go off, go to school, maybe live someone else for some well, excuse me, somewhere else for a while. The statistics—I can do this. The statistics show that they'll come back because they love Athens. They'll come back and they will build this town. And so I am really excited about talking about what the kids are up to because they are the hope of our future. And speaking of future, one of the things that I, when this happened a little over a year ago, I said that these sets of meetings were hands down the best community meetings that I had ever attended. At the time, it was called Planapalooza. And what had happened was the city of Athens hired some extremely smart, creative, experienced, seasoned city planners, and they held meetings that lasted for hours all day. They were open to the public, and people could come and talk about their gripes. They could talk about housing issues. They could talk about traffic patterns. They could talk about ideas that they had to improve uh, the community and the planners took notes, copious notes, met with the people, asked their own sets of questions. Then they came up with a preliminary plan. And at, in the last um, day of their time here, they presented ideas to the city of Athens. And, you know, if you didn't go, you really missed out on something. It was something, I love Athens. I probably love Athens more than a lot of folk who were born and raised here. Because I know what it's like to live in a town where the women want to marry trees. Okay? I love this town. People with common sense and, and courtesy and and um, values and things that are important to me live here. And people who have a vision for the future of the area, they live here. 
So here's what happened. When they made that initial plan, I was blown away. The idea of being able to utilize Athens Creek as something that can be made into a park throughout our city and places, especially down on Jefferson, where there's more room and having um, another park and have restaurants and, you know, kind of like a mini version of some of the river parks that are in other cities. I never would have thought of that. I'd drive past the Athens Creek and just kind of think, yikes, mosquitoes and milfoil and, you know, whatever else might be grown there and trash thrown in there. No, that thing can be made into something awesome. So what am I headed toward? The public draft presentation of the Athens Comprehensive Plan is going to be held on Wednesday May 25th. This is part of the Athens 2040 project, and it's called Pathways to Excellence. They are going to show you what they've been up to for the last year in terms of addressing some of the needs of our city. We have talked often about how the vision of people who are in this town and are in leadership is to help Athens grow well, to help Athens grow and not lose its Athensness, to help Athens become just a shining jewel, to help Athens be what I think is going to be the center of a lot of good things. If you were listening to my first segment, I really do think we're going to see Revival here in Athens, I think we're going to see a remarkable outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And why not make the city physically beautiful as we hit our knees and cause the city to become spiritually beautiful? And so I am excited. This thing is going to be held from 5 to 7 in the Athens City Hall Council Chambers, the, the big room that's on the north side of the of the new building. And they you'll get a chance to um, talk to the people who are the the name of the uh, firm that was hired is the Town Planning and Urban Design Collaborative. And these guys, uh, well, they're from Franklin but they're also from other areas throughout the South. They have no desire to turn Athens into something that looks, acts, thinks, smells, or portrays itself like every other town. They get it that Athens is a special place. They, one of them has um, a, their in-laws live in Indicator, and they happen to, themselves happen to live in Franklin. So they know Athens already. They love Athens already. And they commented when they did the update a year ago, they commented about how much they enjoyed us being involved and what our ideas were and um, that our ideas actually energized them. It was, with without a doubt, the best set of city meetings I have ever attended. So I am issuing you and shall we call it an invitation of strength? That is, get yourself there. You're going to like what you see. And if you don't, you have a right to speak up. And so, again, it's going to be on May 25th, 
from 5 to 7 in the city council chambers at City Hall. And um, come and dream. Come and dream with us and see where Athens is going and be a part of it. And what we're going to have when we get back from Yellowhammer News at the bottom of the hour is some time with Lucas Beatty, who is running for district attorney. And he's we're going to just talk and find out why he feels that he is the best choice for the job. And you'll get a chance to hear him. All righty. This is Allie Turner. We're gone for five minutes. We'll be back in a bit. And you'll get to have the second half of the Tennessee Valley Spotlight Radio Show here on WKAC 1080. If you've got a question or comment for WKAC, give us a call 24-7 on our listener line. That number is 256-434-1080. We'd like to hear your ideas, your likes, and, yes, your dislikes. Call the WKAC listener line at 256-434-1080 and leave us your message. If there's something we do that you enjoy, or if you've got a suggestion about something you think we can do better, call us anytime at 256-434-1080. The listener line. We're waiting to hear from you at 1080 WKAC. The Greater Limestone County Chamber of Commerce and WKAC Radio urge you to shop, eat, and buy local. Local businesses support our community where you live, work, and play. When you shop, eat, and buy local, you help your local economy stay strong by creating jobs, improving local government services, schools, and recreation. Make Athens Limestone County a better community. Shop, eat, buy local. A message from the Greater Athens Limestone County Chamber of Commerce and WKAC. We keep Athens connected. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. I'm a better neighbor because my service has taught me how important it is to be a team player. My training helps me in my classes when I give attention to detail to the task at hand. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country safe from threats. Learn more about how you too can live and serve part-time by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Alabama Army National Guard. Aired by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. A federal judge blocks part of Alabama's transgender law. This is YHN News. I'm Scott Chambers. A federal judge on Friday blocked part of an Alabama law that made it a felony to prescribe gender-affirming puberty blockers and hormones to transgender minors. U.S. District Judge Lyles Burke issued a preliminary injunction to stop the state from enforcing the medication ban, which took effect on May 8th, while the lawsuit goes forward. Gas prices have hit a new record high across the U.S., The national average today is $4.48 per gallon. In the Yellowhammer State, the average price is $4.20 per gallon. The most expensive prices in the state can be found in Macon County at $4.43 per gallon and the cheapest prices in Cherokee County at $4.11. Colorado's protest on Alabama's Space Command selection is deemed unfounded. YHN's Elizabeth Kramer explains. U.S. Senator Tommy Tarberville has been briefed on the Government Accountability Office report about the Air Force's decision to relocate U.S. Space Command to Huntsville. Tarberville says that he was pleased with the report's findings. The report confirmed that Redstone Arsenal emerged as the highest-scoring location during the agency's evaluation phase and was also ranked highest in the selection phase. Officials from the state of Colorado have contested the selection of Alabama as the new site and have lobbied for it to remain in the West. For YHN News, I'm Elizabeth Kramer. 
A fertilizer shortage is forcing prices way up. One reason is the war in Ukraine. The Alabama Farmers Federation says a large exporter is Russia, and the Russia-Ukraine war is slowing down exports. Farmers are now paying around two to two and a half times more for fertilizer this spring. I'm Scott Chambers. You are listening to YHN News. Are you tired of electing Republicans who just turn out to be politicians? I'm Robin Lodeker, a Republican running for place two on the Alabama Public Service Commission, and I want to do government differently. If you elect me, I won't blend in with the big government crowd. I am always true to my conservative principles. I am a public servant, not a politician. On May 24th, vote Robin Lodeker, Alabama Public Service Commission, place two. Pay for by the committee to elect Robin Lodeker, P.O. Box 1671, Fairhope, Alabama, 36533. Hi, everybody. I'm Randy Owen. I want to encourage you to join me in voting yes on the State Parks Amendment on Alabama's primary election ballot May the 24th. Voting yes signals your support for outdoor recreation and will help maintain and expand all 21 state parks. Our state parks are one of the many reasons I'm glad my home's in Alabama. Hope you'll join me in voting yes for our state parks on May 24th. Paid for by the Alabama State Park System, 64 North Union Street, Montgomery, Alabama, 36130. WKAC. Well, good morning for the rest of the week. A warming trend really kicks in. High temperatures in the mid and upper 80s, feeling like the mid to upper 90s with more humidity. A few isolated afternoon storms possible for the first two days of the week. But we should start drying out if you had any rain by the middle of the week. I'm WAFF 48 First Alert Chief Meteorologist Brad Travis on WKAC. Your authorized Centricon termite control dealer. Get in touch with Holtz Pest Control today at 256-233-6333 or visit them on the web at HoltzPestControl.com. The views expressed on this program are not necessarily the views of the staff and management of WKAC. Give us your thoughts by calling 232-6828. We're back with more of Tennessee Valley Spotlight on WKAC. Welcome back, everybody. And Lucas Beatty, as you know, is a practicing lawyer, and sometimes it's a little bit tough to extricate yourself. So he will be here directly. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you a little bit more about the Irwin brothers. I was just telling Ken Fox. You know, I can't remember the, the name of the... In the beginning part of movies, you know, in the Universal Globe and, you know, whatever. There's a name for it. I don't know what it is. But for the Irwin brothers who are out of Birmingham, they have for their lead-in logo a picture of the tail of a B-27. And as you know, I'm a Boeing kid. And my dad worked for Boeing, but he also served in World War II in the Naval Air Corps. And so seeing a B-27 as part of their logo was fascinating to me. I went to their website, and I found out a story about their grandfather and about their dad. And this part of it I had never known before, that the Hank Irwin, who had been in the Alabama State House, was the dad of the Irwin brothers but there's another there's another part grandpa Irwin when he was serving in world war 2 was in a B27 that had a phosphorus bomb 
actually come into the cockpit and what he did. You know, you hear those stories about people throwing themselves on um, bombs or, excuse me, or on grenades so that the rest of the crew can be spared. Well, Grandpa Irwin, he wasn't a grandpa yet, but Grandpa Irwin ran from the tail of the B-27 up to the front and picked up the phosphorus bomb. And if you know anything about phosphorus bombs, they are just horrible, 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 horrible beyond all belief. And they um, they burn at like a thousand degrees. At any rate, this guy picked it up and he um, tossed it out of the cockpit. And I can't even begin to imagine the level of burns that he experienced. But this is what happened. There was a colonel on that B-27. And what the colonel did was, you never do this in combat. He could have gotten in so much trouble, and forgive the pun, but he decided to take the heat. They turned the B-27 around from the mission and went and landed. And the moment that they got Grandpa Irwin to... um, into sick bay and to get some treatment, the colonel contacted President Harry Truman and respectfully requested that he get the paperwork going for the Congressional Medal of Honor to be given to, I think his name was Robert, sorry that I don't know, I just think of him as Grandpa Irwin. So, President Truman, then this is the most quickly um, decorated Congressional Medal of Honor recipient ever. He got it while he was still in his hospital bed. They thought he might die. And he didn't. He went on to become the dad of Hank Irwin. Hank Irwin is the one who had gone to Expo 72 and came and um, spoke to the football players at Woodlawn when Tony Nathan was there. And Hank Irwin went on to be in the Alabama house and has two sons, the Irwin brothers, who use the tail of their grandfather's B-27 as part of their logo. So that's a bunch of information that you may or may not find interesting. But I'll tell you what you will find interesting is that when we get back from the break, we're going to talk with Lucas Beatty, who's running for district attorney. This is Allie Turner. This is the Tennessee Valley Spotlight Radio Show, and we'll be back in a GIF. First, we gave you online streaming. Next, there were our phone apps. Then came Alexa and Google. Now WKAC gives you Android Auto and Apple CarPlay. Use your existing smartphone apps to safely stay in touch and focused while you're driving. Calling, messaging, navigation, listening to your favorite music, and more. All hands-free in compatible vehicles. Just go to WKAC1080.com for details. Android Auto and Apple CarPlay. More ways to keep you connected from 1080 WKAC. When your clothing needs to be professionally dry cleaned, take it to Classic Cleaners, now with three locations to serve you. Your clothes will be kept looking as good as new with their professional dry cleaning and laundry service. Classic Cleaners also offer same-day service Tuesday through Saturday. If your clothing has a tough stain, in most cases, Classic Cleaners can remove it without a trace. Bring your drapes, curtains, bedspreads, and comforters to Classic Cleaners. Classic Cleaners also offers wedding gown preservation and leather cleaning. Classic Cleaners, now with three locations. 
locations. Highway 72 East in Lindsay Lane, open Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. and Saturday, 8 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. 600 South Jefferson Street, open Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. and Saturday, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. and Highway 72 West in Killen, open Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. and Saturday, 8 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. This is an Alabama Legacy Moment. Brothers Alton and Raven Delmore of Elkmont, Alabama were early country music pioneers that had a profound impact on the history of country music. I'm Debbie Delmore, Alton's youngest child. My father and uncle's talented songwriting, intricate harmonies, and complex guitar rhythms influenced their contemporaries as well as generations of country and bluegrass stars. The Delmore Brothers began in the 1920s playing at local community events. By 1933, they became regulars on the Grand Ole Opry, quickly becoming one of the program's most popular acts. Over the course of their career, they wrote more than 1,000 songs, many of which were crossover hits. Few country music acts can rival their sophisticated chord arrangements and lovely melodies. The Delmore Brothers are members of the Nashville Songwriters, Alabama, and Country Music Halls of Fame. Sponsored by the Alabama Bicentennial Commission, the ABA, and this station. If you've got a question or comment, let us know by calling 232-6828. Tennessee Valley Spotlight continues now on 1080 WKAC. Welcome back, everybody. This is Allie Turner, and I have with me in our studio the imitable <laughs> Lucas Beatty, who's sort of fighting with the microphone at the moment, but counselor. Trying to. Yep, counselor and Captain Beatty. We want to give honor where honor is due, and he is a captain in the Alabama National, National Guard, and he is also someone who has served in combat, and he is running for district attorney. Welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. Glad to be here. Yeah, I'm glad you're here, too. Okay, so... You're coming around the backstretch. Yes, ma'am. And uh, if I don't miss my guess, you're probably pretty ready to have it be done. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think we all are. There's yep. a lot yep. of candidates on this on this ballot. So, yes, um, indeed. A- and I know that from having spoken to you before, that um, you have you have run an honorable campaign. There's no question, and that's mm-hmm. been my experience, really, with all of the people that have been, who have sat in that chair. Everything that I have sensed is that they feel like they are the best candidate and they have reasons for why they feel like they're the best candidate but they're not out trashing the other candidates and that's something that I know in our town that has always meant a lot to me that that people who feel called to occupy a certain position always bathed in prayer and um you know it's it's just a different thing i'm not saying it never gets a little gnarly but it's a different animal and i really appreciate that so i want i want to um commend you for that so here's what i would like to do i would like first of all to have you tell us about becoming an officer in (laughs) the united states army yeah yeah um so a recruiting session huh so, yeah yeah absolutely well, tell them um, why you did it yeah yeah i'm um so i'm from ardmore i graduated high school in 2000 and i did an active duty stint um as an enlisted man um for two years i was a tanker and then um i had a 13 yeah 13 year break in service um and one day i was in court um after, way after law school 
and a, a peer of mine um, and a good friend. Uh, he's a lawyer over in Lauderdale County, Jamie Poss, who was in the National Guard. Um, he was in court, and we got to talking, and he got to, you know, he approached me about it. And anyways, um, so I started looking into it about, you know, I was kind of about that age where I felt like the door was closing for me to get back in. Um, I'd always missed the Army since I'd been out. Uh, and then It's funny how it gets under your skin, yeah, and I wasn't does, even, <laughs> yeah, I get, oh, do I get that? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, anyways, uh, talked to a recruiter, and then one thing led to another, and about a year later, I commissioned, um, you know, go through the interview process and all this other stuff. There's, it's not that easy, right? Um, yeah, 2015, July July 15 of 2016, I'm sorry. Um, and you're planning on going the long haul, aren't you? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm a lifer, um, is what the military folks would say. Uh, so as long as they'll have me, I'll be in there. Um, I think my mandatory retirement date right now is in 2041. So Whoa, and what uh, if, if things go, and I realize that, well, huh, as long as you're not naughty and don't get right. busted down, son, <laughs> right. that if things go according to plan when do they ever what will your rank be when you get out i mean obviously um who knows but uh, fortunately the alabama national guards jag corps has a um, i mean we have a pretty high rank structure um compared to other guards and that's simply because alabama per capita is one of the the, the largest national guard states or yes. jurisdictions in the in the nation um, actually, I have more than California. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, so, probably more than Washington. Where, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, anyways, um, yeah. With that being said, I mean, obviously, um, I'm shooting for you know like a 05, 06, okay. you know, lieutenant colonel, colonel spot. Right. Um, and that's as high as we go uh, on the JAG side. Got it. And and for those of you that might not be familiar with the initials JAG, Captain Beatty will tell you what they stand for. Judge Advocate General. Um, Obviously, I'm not a general, but I'm a a judge advocate. But basically, we are the boss's um, lawyer. Yes. And, And the reason why I'm having him talk about this is that having been... In Iraq, and having been in the JAG headquarters that were located in Saddam's birthday palace, I am fully aware of how important it is to have people who really know the law. And what is interesting is that JAG law is different from Alabama law and is also different from federal law. And anybody that can keep all three of them straight and know <laughs> on a on a day-to-day basis and know how to apply the uniform code of military justice the alabama code of justice and be able to go back and forth between those two sets of um should we say approaches to the law that that is a skill and um, that is something that you bring to the table that um, I think puts you in a, in a unique position. So uh, what my next question is going to be is you have been a defense attorney. And I'm sure there have been people who have wanted to throw eggs and other things. Oh, yes, but the, please, if you would, tell our audience why a defense attorney... A criminal defense attorney is crucial to the maintaining of 
our system of, of justice, why it's important to have good defense attorneys. And we're not talking about slime bags that want to get people off. That's not what I'm talking about. But please explain why a criminal defense attorney is absolutely crucial, crucial to us maintaining the republic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could keep you here probably all day on that issue. Go but, for uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, the the founding of our country, um, and you go back to the, the, the revolution and you look at the, the, the thoughts and the, the ideologies of our founding fathers, it was, you know, the, the king was omniscient, you know, uh, for lack of a better word. Um, <clears throat> so the, you know, a defense attorney is not there to... I mean, we have these reputations, right? And we right. have, you know, movies and all this other yeah. stuff. But um, I am an advocate um, or a, you know, we are a system of limited government, right? So you don't look at the law and say, hey, what are we not allowed to do? You look at the law and you say, what is the government allowed to do? So there's a difference, right? Who's going to watch the watchers? And that's what yep. the defensive attorney's yep. role is, is to make sure that the state doesn't just roll through and do whatever they want to do. It's, to, you know, checks and balances. Um, it's a, it make sure they're doing their job right. Um, on a personal note, uh, you know, I get asked this question all the time about, you know, how can you represent somebody that you know is guilty and, you know, yada, yada, yada. Um, well, me, Lucas Beatty. Um, Who's yeah. running for district attorney, by the way. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, but, you know, the ones that we, we know are guilty, those are easy cases. Um, okay, it's just, why? Well, I mean, it's just a matter of making sure the state does their job correctly. It's the ones that you, you think are innocent. Those keep you up at night. Those make you get the gray hairs. Um, it's overzealous prosecution, right? Um, so we that that's what the defense attorney's role is: is to battle against the overzealous prosecution. Um, so, for instance, you know, uh, you, you're driving down the road and you're doing, you know, 36 and a 35, right? You're breaking. That's not the time to. Yeah, you're, you bra- you're, you're breaking the law. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but uh, are you really doing 36? And uh, you know, is the how do you, how does the officer know you're doing 36 miles an hour in a 35? And you know, so on and so forth. That's where the defense attorney comes in, and prosecutorial discretion um, obviously is a big deal. Um, and the defense the defense counsel, for lack of a um, I mean, they're they're there to make sure that the government does what they're supposed to do. Okay, so here's my question. So you've been on that side, mm-hmm. okay, and you are wanting the voters of Limestone County to put you on the other side. Mm-hmm. Is that tough? I mean, is the idea of having to be the guy that yeah. you were trying to keep from running over, I mean, is that tough? Why yeah. are you the guy for the job? Well, I mean, I've done both sides. and I mean, I'm the city prosecutor for the city of Athens. Um, and Ardmore? The, and, and the town of Ardmore. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously on the military side, they, they kind of move us around every two to three years, uh, making sure we wear different hats. And I think that um, when, if you were to come out of law school and go to work for a prosecutor and go into a prosecutor's office, what you're looking at are a lot of files that say the state of Alabama or the city of whatever versus a name, right? John Doe or Jane Doe, whatever. Um, whereas on the defense side, 
Jane Doe comes in your office and you meet that person, right? So it's not a foul number. It's a human being that may or may not have done some bad things. There you we go. have some good people that have done some stupid stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, and and you've got some, some bad people that have done some well, bad we, stuff. We have, some yep. evil, we have some evil people that have done evil things. Yes. Right? And you have to differentiate between that. Um, I don't think that you get that exposure as much just being a prosecutor um, versus a defense attorney. Okay, uh, we're going to so, take a break. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, when we come back, talk a little bit about what you want to see. If you if you get elected, what do, what kinds of things do you want to see in the district attorney's office? This is Allie Turner. This is the Tennessee Valley Spotlight Radio Show. We'll be back in just a sec. If you've got a question or comment for WKAC, give us a call 24-7 on our listener line. That number is 256-434-1080. We'd like to hear your ideas, your likes, and, yes, your dislikes. Call the WKAC listener line at 256-434-1080 and leave us your message. If there's something we do that you enjoy, or if you've got a suggestion about something you think we can do better, call us anytime at 256-434-1080. The listener We're waiting to hear from you at 1080 WKAC. Here's a safety tip from Athens Gas Department. Proper use and maintenance of gas appliances will help you enjoy years of safe and reliable service. Inspect the flame on your gas appliance periodically. Should you ever have a yellow flame, your burner may not be operating efficiently. This could be a sign of improper ventilation and could possibly give off carbon monoxide, a highly toxic gas. Call the trained technicians at Athens Gas Department, 232-1440. They know how to spot problems. This natural gas safety tip has been brought to you by Athens Gas Department, keeping the city of Athens informed. River City Roofing Solutions is locally owned and operated by brothers Chris and Michael Muse. What sets us apart from other companies is the fact that our knowledge in the industry comes from nearly a decade of hands-on experience installing shingles, metal, and flat roofing material. With years of inspecting, training, and managing, we have mastered every aspect of the roofing process. www. RiverCityRoofingSolutions.com 256-274-8530 Got a question or comment for Tennessee Valley Spotlight? Give us a call at 232-6828 and share your thoughts during the show. Now, back with more of Tennessee Valley Spotlight on 1080 WKAC. Welcome back, everybody. This is Allie Turner, and I have with me in the closing minutes of the Tennessee Valley Spotlight Radio Show, Lucas Beatty, who is running for district attorney. And um, we're going to spend the last few minutes letting him take us on home as to why you need to vote for him. So go. All right. So, uh, yeah, obviously we're, we're trying to maintain a positive campaign here, but I wouldn't be running if I wasn't, wasn't critical of uh, the, the current administration. There's a huge backlog of cases. Um, I think it's a lack of creativity, maybe a lack of energy. Um, you know, Mr. Jones has been in for, for two terms now, and we have to shorten the time between the criminal event and 
the day of justice would be at a trial. How do you do that, though? I mean, that's a that's a worthy goal. Yeah. And and I fully understand that it's something that is one of your personal goals should you be elected. But what are the nuts and bolts of shortening that process? I, I think it's, uh, you know, for lack of a better term, and this is, again, my military background, is uh, reverse triage, right? I mean, we have a very limited amount of time and we have very limited resources as far as judges and courtrooms and, and, and time. And you have to pick your cases. Um, there are certain cases that I think the public demands be tried. Um, everything else, yeah, and then we, we get into the plea bargain, right, the plea agreement. Um, some people think, well, it's a necessary evil. Uh, yes, it is necessary, but it's not evil. Uh, Unless it's being poorly administered. Right, right, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. Um, however, there are there are certain cases, there are a lot of them, where people have just, you know, it's a party foul. Um, you know, and you could be charged with a felony or, or even a misdemeanor. Um, and it's just, hey, you just had a bad day or you did something stupid, slap on the hand and, and go on and, and, and whatever. But um, you can't or you shouldn't, you know, like I'm advising my commanders, what you can do and what you should do are two different things. And just because you can go into a grand jury and charge somebody with a capital murder charge, right, um, on based on a technicality, does that mean you should do that? Because when you charge them at the highest level, you you create a whole lot of other issues. Well, you commit the state to having to prove its case right. on a level that um, sometimes people are not prepared for. Sure. And that's something that I don't think people consider mm-hmm. when it comes to that. And a lot of it is because they are not themselves familiar with mm-hmm. the process of what actually goes on. Yeah. Um, and, and you devote or you, you commit um, a, a lot of limited resources to you know certain cases where it's you know, just try to get to the end goal. It's not always about a conviction. I mean, the law is very clear and is stated over and over and over and over again that the state's job, be it a district attorney or an attorney general or prosecutor or whatever, but the state's job is not to seek a conviction but to seek justice. Yes. Sometimes it means a conviction. A lot of times it does. Um, however, uh, you know, when you when you take into account the, the interest of the victim, the community, the defendant, and the, the court, even. Uh, and that's where the wisdom of Solomon comes in. That's right. where the split baby yeah. comes in. That's yeah. where you have to have the experience and the um, the gut. And if you're a praying man, you know, the prayer to pursue justice as opposed to um, just making mm-hmm. making your resume. Yes, ma'am. And um, I also know, I mean, from having spoken, we talked a lot about having been in the great sandbox together. I know that you are not, um, you're not squishy. You, you are not interested at all in having people who need to be held accountable get off on a technicality and so i would like to say that if you think this is the guy for our county then vote for him on the 24th this is ali turner this is the tennessee valley spotlight radio show oh and by the guy i mean lucas Beatty. this is the tennessee valley spotlight radio show and we'll be back in a week You've been listening to Tennessee Valley Spotlight. If you missed any part of this show, you can listen to it on demand by going to WKAC1080.com and looking for the Tennessee Valley Spotlight link. Join us again next week for another Tennessee Valley Spotlight on 1080 WKAC.